0: Now back to On the Block with Stricken Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com. That's right. I'm Austin Norman. He is Eric Strickland on the road with President Dan Accounted for here on The Block. An hour and a half before we send you out to Warhorse Casino for our pregame coverage. Uh, college football did start last Saturday. we had uh, a number of games in the books, but I don't know, Strick, it really feels like this is opening weekend to me. I get it, Navy, Notre Dame, uh, UTEP, Jacksonville State, all that happened, but are, are you with me? Do you feel like this is really the opening of college football for the year? Yeah,
1: I, I would say so. I think that's what it feels like to me, but, um, you know, you... you I'm just glad it's here. hmm You know what I mean? I'm just glad the fire of it is here. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the Florida-Utah game Mm -hmm. and how that starts off. Florida's looking to, uh, after going and watching the uh, Netflix series that they had, um, interesting to see if they're going to get that back in order, get them back on track. They're kind of falling in uh, in a slump as well, and they're starting to do some renovations and some upgrades to their stadium and stuff like that. Just interesting to see how that's going to go. You know, obviously Michigan, uh, just to put an eye on them, to get an idea of what they're going to do as they go and face Eastern Carolina. You've got those type of games. Virginia, will they challenge Tennessee? Don't know. Want to see what this Colorado team is going to look like, if TCU even looks the same as if they did last year after uh, the run that they made. You know, so there's, some, there's some, just some little elements out there. What's Iowa going to do? Even though Utah State probably won't give them much of a challenge, but what, what are they going to look like? You know, is there mm-hmm. going to be some innovation to their game? Is there going to be some sexiness that's added to their game? Are they just going to be bland and blah, and then let the defense do it all again? That's that's those are some of the things that I'm interested in taking a look at. Now, obviously, you got a Big Ten matchup with Ohio State and Indiana. Uh, that's there, but you know, Indiana has always been pretty bad. It's at home. You know, what is what is the quarterback going to look like for? Um, you know, Ohio State, you know what I mean? What is the quarterback situation going to be like? Uh, what is Marvis and Harrison Jr.? Is there going to be frustration because they can't really get it to him? Is he going to be uh, somebody that they're just going to double and, mm-hmm. you know, keep guys over the top of him? Is he going to be frustrated? I mean, I, I like those types of strategies. When I'm, when I'm looking at games, I don't just look at the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that's what's weird about me, Austin. That, that's what people, I don't think, it, it, those who are listening may not really know that part of me. I, I i don't look just at the game. I don't look just at what's happening from moment to moment, time to time, time out to time out. I'm looking at the strategies. What adjustments are they making? What things are they doing different? How are they going to change this domination that's happening on the left side? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I'm looking at that type of stuff, man. And so when I'm looking at these games, those are the type of things I'm looking at.
0: Uh, Interesting note from Big Bird, who says it's Florida's first out-of-state non-conference opener and even first non-conference road game in general since 1991 being played outside the state of Florida. That's crazy. That's either a lot of home games or, you know, you're playing like a Florida State-Miami sort of opener, which they haven't done a lot of. So, I mean, good for Florida for making that, you know, a deal as long as possible. There's a couple other games that I think I'm interested in that I'll get to in a little bit, but you brought up Ohio State-Indiana, and the only reason I want to touch on that one um, is because of the fact that it's the first game for the Big Ten on CBS. Then on Sunday, you have Northwestern and Rutgers, and then next week I think it's UNLV-Michigan is the game. If you're CBS, are you like, really? This is what we signed up for? Ohio State-Indiana-Indiana? Northwestern Rutgers is gonna be gross. Like I get it, it's early in the season. You're not gonna have all these marquee matchups. But if I'm the Big Ten too, I would want to put a better foot forward to my brand new media partner than honestly garbage the first couple weeks.
1: I, I would agree with you, but then also I, I'd have to understand that a lot of this stuff is really still just kind of coming together, right? So a lot of the a lot of those scheduling uh, uh, scenarios have already been kind of in place mm-hmm. and they're just kind of being slotted. Right. Right. Um, I think what you're going to see next year, you're going to see some dynamic matchups that begin to, to happen as, as the new teams begin to come in. Mm-hmm. I think you'll start to see a little bit more. I, I think for them, they're happy with what they're they they're, They've been able to take on money is huge. I mean, <laughs> When I, when I looked at the deal that was signed, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Then there's opportunities through Peacock and then there's some streaming opportunities. So there's still some, some, some stuff out there that's uh, available to them to be made. I know Peacock probably is more frustrated than anybody right now with Mm -hmm. the, with the lineup that they got, but you know, it is what it is. I think it'll get better though.
0: It sure has to CBS's first good game. In my opinion, will be Iowa and Penn state on the 23rd. Which is solid, and what Peacock has going for it too is the exclusive games are usually really bad. But if it, there's a big game, it's going to be simulcast on NBC and Peacock. Yep. So I think that helps a little bit. Um, to this weekend's slate, a game that really stands out to me, Strick, and I'm sure you know this. You know, with your your travels uh, for you know college basketball and especially the NBA, Fresno State and Purdue. Purdue's not a team I know a lot about. They lose Jeff Brom. He goes to Louisville. They host Fresno State in Week One. That's a nine o'clock local time kickoff for Fresno State with an eleven a.m. game. Purdue's a big question mark, but playing a game at nine a.m. like that's kickoff. You have to be up earlier than that. Ooh. There's got to be a lot that goes into Ooh. that you know process of getting ready for Fresno.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how I could do it. I mean, <laughs> I, I. I would even say that. It was tough to play early game. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's in basketball, let alone football, I mean, there's so much logistically you've got to get 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 taken care of uniforms pads uh i mean those guys got to be up at probably four in the morning like Mm -hmm. three four in the morning you know getting stuff trans uh transported over there set up all of that there's so many logistics that goes into it then you got to feed the guys breakfast whatever film work whatever um you know they have to do in their in their uh specific rooms all of that stuff has to happen before a 9 o'clock game. And then probably get there two, two and a half hours early. Get be Actually, probably more than that, three hours early. So you're probably looking at around 6 o'clock getting there in the morning. So let alone getting these kids out of bed where some of them has been up playing PlayStation <laughs> and, and whatnot. You got to go do room checks. I mean, there's so much stuff because you're going to have to go do room checks mm-hmm. to make sure they're in bed. So there's a lot of stuff, man, that goes on into that and, and that's gonna be tough. But but guess who's gonna win that game, Austin? The one with the
0: the most mental.
1: Yep. The most mentally prepared. And the ones that's just gonna be able to suck it up and just, you know, take it in stride.
0: Without a doubt. Uh one of the best games of the weekend to me is Boise State at Washington. Boise State's kind of fallen off from where we knew them in the you know, early to mid kind of 2000s into the, the 2010s, but this is a program that a lot of people are high on. They're picking as their, you know, group of five champion for the automatic birth to one of those New Year Six games. They go on the road at number 10, Washington. It's a huge prove-it year for Washington. You know, back last year up, prove it wasn't a fluke, but a game that has the same kickoff time, Strick, is Rice at Texas, an in-state matchup. A lot of hype being made about Texas, but the Rice aspect of this fascinates me too. You think of Luke McCaffrey playing wide receiver, a former Nebraska guy, but JT Daniels, who's at Georgia, then he's at USC, he's at West Virginia last year. He's on his fourth school. This is a five-star, can't-miss type of guy. If he goes on the road and helps Rice beat Texas, that's a defining win and honestly might make it it all worth it for him.
1: Yeah, I I would have to agree. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> it's been. You've ever seen those games that they play? Um, They play the tricks on people. The four. I don't know. South Raymond Text 464, 5685. five six eight five. What is it called? I think it's the full four card Monty or the three card Monty <laughs> yeah. or whatever it's called. <laughs> that's what it feels like with JT Daniels. It feels like there's a there there. You know, he's been getting shuffled around a little bit. Okay, no. Oh, I picked this one. No, he ain't there. He's over here. <laughs> you
0: know? Right. So that's what it
1: feels <laughs> like with him. It's crazy. But uh, listen, I hope he can get it done, man. I mean, you're right. But that goes to show you, and this is why I don't take into account five stars all the time. I think Mm -hmm. there are some that pan out. I still think four and five stars still have to put in the work. The thing is, is once you get to the next level, if you're not putting in the extra work, everybody else is capable of catching up. This is why you see some walk-ons. This is why you see Mm -hmm. some people that were two and three stars because they're putting in the work and they can ultimately catch up with you um speed yes all that stuff matters but at the same time studying getting into your your playbook all of those things if you're not doing that stuff and you're not executing and you're not working on your skill set you're not working on your releases you're not working on your hand placements, mm-hmm. you're not working on your specific moves whether it be i'm gonna add a bull rush i didn't have a bull rush i was a speed rush guy i'm gonna add a bull rush i'm gonna add you know a sw- a swim technique I'm, i mean this if you're not adding stuff to your game then people are going to catch up with you, and, and ultimately uh, you you may falter. Big
0: uh, Bigberg, thanks for the note as well as we talk a little bit about Rice, Texas. Brant Banks, former Husker basketball, um, don't want to say standout, but a player in the COVID year is at Rice as well. A couple other games just to mention. West Virginia uh, playing Penn State on NBC. That one will be fun. You have North Carolina, South Carolina uh, on ABC this weekend. Fascinated to see how that game goes. Uh, We talked a little bit about Toledo and Illinois at the end of happy hour. I love Sunday college football, though. Northwestern Rutgers notwithstanding. Oregon State and San Jose State, who pushed USC a little bit. Um, Oregon State ranked number 18 in the country to start the year. But then the nightcap on Sunday is really the game, I think, of the weekend. And that's a rematch of last year's season opener between LSU and Florida State. A pair of top eight teams. My eyeballs are going to be glued to that one, Strick. Glued
1: to that game. Um, definitely. I am excited to see what uh, Florida State's going to bring to the table. Um, I, they played an exciting style of football to me last year. Uh, they were fun to watch um, all across the board, both defensively and offensively. I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do now. LSU, uh, everybody's, everybody's got great stock in, 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 in saying that LSU is going to make a lot of noise. Uh, there in the SEC this year so uh, that's why I want to see I want to I see how that's going to play out
0: Florida State it's a won- great challenge for them early oh huge yeah. challenge, Florida State was uh, not ranked last year they knock off LSU on a blocked extra point, LSU drives the length of the field to tie the game, Florida State blocks the, the extra point attempt and goes on to win that game uh, Clone Trooper, appreciate you watching on YouTube, says game day hope y'all are doing well on the show I'm doing well, Strick, you doing well? Doing wonderful, man. Thanks for shouting out. Excellent. Yep. Go Big Red is right. Again, we're about, oh, what would that be? Four hours and 15 minutes away from kickoff between Nebraska and Minnesota. It's so close, and yet it's so far. We can taste it, but it's just out of reach. We're getting there. We got another hour and change of on the blocks. Some big NFL news we're going to get to next before we do a Big Huskers second hour. TJ Hawkinson gets paid, paid at tight end for the Vikings. What does that mean for the Vikings? What does it mean for Kirk Cousins? What does it mean for other top tight ends in the NFL? Uh, he's Eric Strickland. I'm Os Norman. We'll dive into that extension after this on the block.